Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. New York is the city that never sleeps, and neither does Sal Licata. From Flushing in the Bronx to the Meadowlands in MSG, Sal sounds off on the biggest sports news of the day. Welcome to WFAN Daily with Sal Licata. Hello and welcome to another edition of WFAN Daily with your host, Sal Licata. Please don't forget to download, rate, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Also, hit us up. You can be featured on our mailbag episode. I love hearing from you guys. Email us at WFANDaily at gmail.com and we'll answer your questions on the weekly edition of the WFAN Daily mailbag. For today's episode... I mean, we've got to talk about the Jets here. What is going on? It's one thing if Dawkins of the Bills runs his mouth. Who gives a crap what the Buffalo Bills say about the Jets? It's another thing when a former Jet, as short as his time may have been here, when he goes out there and rips the team to shreds. And that's exactly what happened with me, Cole Hardman. It kind of reminded me of Tommy Pham with the Mets after he left and talked about how the Mets didn't work hard. Well, Michael Hardman was on a podcast on Tuesday. Ooh, he appeared on the Pivot podcast, whatever that is. I mean, I know the irony of me saying this on another podcast, but still, I mean, these podcasts are getting out of control to keep, you can't keep up with them. There's a billion podcasts everywhere. At least here, it's a daily WFAN podcast. You kind of know what you're getting each day. Anyway, Michael Hardman goes on the podcast and rips the Jets to shreds, talking about they handled him with lies. They didn't explain what was going on with him. Uh, You can't do that to a player, a player that you paid. Um, He he goes on and talks about how there's a losing culture there. And again, I'm paraphrasing here, talking about how the offense was bad and nobody, there's no accountability over there. Guys leave their helmets on the field. Uh, they wouldn't listen to him as far as what goes on, you know, with winning. He's got, he's a guy who's had success in his career, so he should know about winning, and they should listen to him. Quote, but the offense is just like, we'll figure it out. It's Aaron's show. Let Aaron do what Aaron does. Then when Aaron goes down, it's like we don't know what to do. And, you know, that is kind of what we've all suspected or thought to be the case where the Jets just don't have a clue. Now, in season, the word was, and I know BT and I talked about this on the midday show when we first got together, you know, previewing the season and talking about the Jets, 
the word from the Jets side of things was that Hardman wasn't working the way that the Jets wanted him to work. And maybe there is some truth to that. However, Hardman is correct when he says that he is the more proven commodity here in discussing, you know, in comparison to the Jets. And, you know, when you have a player like Hardman questioning the accountability or lack thereof, talking about you got guys with their helmets on the on the field, which, you know, shouldn't be acceptable, you know, uh, Hardman said he checked out because he didn't understand the messaging or, or didn't believe in the messaging. He was already talking to the Chiefs to basically work his way out of the Jets. So maybe Hardman wasn't doing what the Jets wanted him to do, but that probably became the fact after the you know Hardman was like, "What the hell? What did I get myself into?" Talking about chasing the money and joining a team that clearly did not know. Had a win, saying that there's no standard there with the Jets. I mean, Michael Hardman had a lot to say, and I don't think it paints anybody with the Jets in a good light. And, you know, again, this on the heels of the Dawkins stuff with the Bills, which happened, what, yesterday or a couple of days ago, whatever it was. So that was one thing, and and Dawkins was saying how he hates the Jets, he hates every one of them, uh, hates every one of them over there. You know, it wasn't just a personal thing with – um you know, Clemens or any specific player. It's just he hates the Jets. And do you know why players hate the Jets? Because they run their mouth, they talk tough, they think they're better than they are. The reality is they haven't proven squat and they're not very good. And that's not me hating on the New York Jets. Excuse me, I don't hate the Jets. I root for the Jets, as a matter of fact. It'd be great for this town to have two good football teams. Unfortunately, that seems like an impossibility. So it's not only the Bills feeling that hate and other teams around the league feeling that hate, but when you have a former Jet that was in the building, quote, there's not an established coaching staff there. I mean, we know that that's the case. To have a former player come out and say it just to me makes it that much worse. You got Woody Johnson hanging out with President Trump, and I don't give a crap what the politics of it are. Like, that does nothing for me, but... An owner who doesn't really seem to be making the Jets the priority. How in the world can you justify not firing Robert Sala? I just don't understand that. Like, there's no way anybody can justify off of last season bringing back Robert Sala, especially not when you had the head coaches available that the Jets would have had to them had they decided to go in a different direction. You know, so we know the losing. We know the embarrassment with the Jets. We know that they could have made a change at head coach and gotten a significant upgrade. They ignored that fact, and they or they ignored the opportunity to do that. They stick with Robert Sala, and now you have Super Bowl champion caught the game-winning touchdown catch in overtime in the Super Bowl. Michael Hardman talking about how there's no standard with the Jets. Everybody does what they want to do, and he gave defense credit. But the offense basically saying, we'll figure it out. It's Aaron's show. Once he goes down, we don't know what they're doing. He was complaining about not understanding why he was benched, why he wasn't in the rotation. They never gave him a reason why. And that kind of just had him checked out. And, you know, Hardman, and we talked about this before, we talked about the winning. He's been to four Super Bowls in five years. He knows what winning looks like. He knows what winning is. This is his words. And saying that the Jets weren't doing it right. No discipline. Too many individual egos in the locker room. 
I mean, think about that. And Hardman's got the hardware to prove it with another Super Bowl championship. Those are, man, that is some indictment, those comments on the New York Jets and their coaching staff. And knowing the results that we've known for three years, watching Robert Sala, watching the way they handled Zach Wilson from day one, watching where the Jets operate seemingly for years, Mecole Hardman's comments, while they may be difficult to digest for a Jet fan and very frustrating for a Jet fan, I'm sure a lot of people within the Jets building frustrated because they wanted Hardman to buy in and be more of a leader, and maybe he checked out and things like that. Who knows? But clearly, Hardman, the Jets weren't happy with Hardman, and Hardman wasn't happy with the Jets. And Hardman went on to win a Super Bowl, and the Jets yet again missed the postseason. So you tell me which guy you believe or which side you believe. Hardman? or the Jets. It's just another, you know, LOL Jets or SOJ, same old Jets type of moment here where you got an ex-player throwing the coaching staff under the bus. And the biggest problem is not what Hardman's saying because what Miko Hardman says generally doesn't mean anything, right? It's irrelevant what he says. Why are we talking about it? Because it backs up Everything we've believed about this Jets team and Robert Sala, that's why it matters. If Hardman were an outcast, if this were just a one-off, sour grape, somebody bitter, even if he had success winning the Super Bowl, still bitter about his time in New York, that would be one thing. That's not the case here. We believe the Jets to be undisciplined. We believe the Jets to have a coaching staff that is less than, to say the least. I mean, I've been talking about them, Robert Sala being the worst head coach in the NFL. Literally, the worst head coach in the NFL. Find me somebody that is more inept than Robert Sala. Now, some may prove to be more inept, but either guys are first-timers or they've gotten fired. Anybody who may have been in the conversation for being worse than Robert Sala got fired. Yet the Jets and Woody Johnson doubled down on what was a mistake to begin with going with Robert Sala, and then last year with Rodgers and Sala and Hackett, they double down on that, and they're expecting different results. When we all know it could have been a lot better had they hired a real head coach. And now, me, Cole Harmon, saying what players usually don't say, saying what we as talk show hosts and fans say, I mean, right? That's what we, we, we call it how it is. We don't have to go in the locker room. We don't have to worry about, I mean, some media members do, but yeah, it's not the point. Even even so, writers will call people out and give their opinion on it, but a teammate to do it, it's not going to be a good look to call out a head coach. You just don't do that. However, me, Cole Hardman, has now done that after leaving the Jets, and it validates every single thing that I have said and felt about Robert Sala over the last year. He's not the alpha male. He's not a leader. Doesn't hold guys accountable. I mean, you see the penalties. You watch these games, and Sala's a very nice guy. The defense played well, sure, they should be better, but the Jets' biggest problem is that they think they're better than they are, and while they may have more talent than they've had in the past, and that's a credit to Joe Douglas, drafting well and doing a nice job, bringing in some talent, obviously, you know, the offensive line has been a black hole, and that's something that he's yet to figure out and that they need to figure out with Aaron Rodgers, drafting and developing Zach Wilson, total flop, it's an embarrassment, that's a fireable offense to me on its own. But Joe Douglas has brought in a more talented Jets roster than his predecessors. I mean, name them. Idzik, McCagney, whatever. It's been you know an embarrassment. So yeah, Joe Douglas in comparison to those guys is significantly better. 
However, the reality is, while they may have some individual talent, as Hardman points out, there's a lot of egos involved there. And that doesn't bode well for team chemistry and team success. And it hasn't. The record speaks for itself. The offense was an embarrassment. The defense was overrated. The team itself lost games that it should have and could have won and been in the postseason. And to me, that's an indictment on the whole organization, mainly the head coach, because he's. it should stop with him. And the guy's not being held accountable, guys doing what they want, guys not checking their egos. That all stems from not having a head coach who's disciplined or holds his team accountable. And that's something the Jets could have had this offseason had they fired Robert Sala and gone in a different direction. Again, Sala, nice guy, not a good head coach. Mikal Hardman, Super Bowl winning, Super Bowl winning catch, Mikal Hardman confirmed that. That does it for us on this edition of WFN Daily. Back tomorrow with another fresh one. Remember, download, rate, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts, and email us, WFANDaily at gmail.com, to have your question answered on the mailbag episode of WFAN Daily. We'll see you tomorrow.